So welcome to the Expert Edge. Uh, today's conversation, I think, is going to blow your mind. It is with one of my good friends, Amanda Tress. Now, Amanda runs a company called Faster Way to Fat Loss. And wait for it. She literally has scaled her business from having 11 clients in her first intake, which was just over three years ago, to she grossed over $60 million in the last 24 months. So, we're talking about a serious player. We're talking about someone who has, you know, pretty much built one of the biggest membership sites in the industry right now. And in terms of her membership site, she specializes specifically in helping people lose weight, burn fat, intermittent fasting, uh, just really truly living a healthy lifestyle. She focuses on carb cycling, macro, macro tracking, food nutrition, strategic workouts, mindset stuff, like all that good stuff. So firstly, if you, if you want to learn how to lose weight, go and check out her program, Fast Way to Fat Loss, because it's literally like the best on the market. Second of all, what we do is we dive deep into her philosophy of how she's built her business and how she scaled up her business like very quickly. And you'll notice that, you know, as much as she's seen amazing success, she's also had to make some really hard decisions in that process. And she hasn't, hasn't always had the best role models even. And so I think this is really great session for you. If, if you feel like maybe you've had some setbacks previously, or you haven't had the greatest role models, you know, growing up, You'll hear her story and how like she really made those decisions to go after what she desired and what she wanted to prioritize in her life. She's an incredibly inspiring woman. Uh, she lives a big life. She's full of integrity. And as always, you know, she's someone who lives a life that isn't just, you know, profitable and successful, but is also connected to a family and a life and a friend. So, I trust you're going to really enjoy this session with Amanda Tress uh, as we dive deep into probably one of the leading membership site uh, female entrepreneurs in the world right now. Let's get into it. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So Amanda, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you here. Thank you, Colin. I'm thrilled to be here. Hey, um, I'm really excited for this conversation because I was first introduced to you in a peer mastermind and you came and spoke and all I knew was like, you know, that there was this lady who was coming, who runs a membership site. That's like pretty much one of the biggest membership sites in the world. And, uh, when you spoke, honestly, like instantly I was thinking, how do I just learn more from you? And so I am so excited to have this conversation and to bring you to the expert edge podcast and to my audience. And as always, my philosophy is to always find people who are not just having success professionally, but also personally. And it's been really cool, like watching your family develop and your family grow. And your, I know you're like quite pregnant right now. So tell, yes, tell us am. about your situation and kind of what's happening right now, personally. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a mom of three with the fourth baby on the way. I am married to my elementary school sweetheart. We actually met when we were in first grade. He was burping the alphabet on the playground and it was... He was already rocking out, already <laughs> impressing you. 
Yes, it was love at first sight. We were best friends. We worked together for many years in the summers. Uh, my dad likes to take credit for arranging the marriage, but in our case, it worked out really well. Uh, and, and, you know, we're just loving life. We live in Tampa, Florida. We couldn't have picked a better place to raise a family. We're on the water with the kiddos almost every day. We're outside. Uh, and, and we're just, you know, really happy with the fourth one on the way. Although I think it's going to get a little busy. I'm sure the women listening who have four babies could give me a few tips. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so you live a really big life because I mean, in terms of like your business, uh, from your membership site business, which is fastest way to fat loss, it literally has gone from like, you know, zero, like a couple of clients to, you said you grossed over $60 million. Guys, let me just say that again, $60 million in the last 24 months. And so that is, I mean, that is huge. I'm really curious when you started out, was that your vision to actually go that big or did it, did it just expand and unfold as you've gone? You know, that's such a great question. My vision has always been to equip and empower as many individuals as possible to stay well, prevent disease, and fulfill their purpose with energy. When I started this particular company, I actually started it, believe it or not, as a marketing agency for female entrepreneurs in the fitness industry. And then it morphed into what is now the fast way to fat loss with our membership model. Uh, but it's important to note that it's only in the past year, a uh, little bit over a year, 13 months that we even shifted to the membership model. Prior to that, we were simply bringing people in through a six week program. Prior to that, I was running managed services through my agency. So it was a slow build, a slow roll. And then once I focused on the membership side uh, and, and iterated the model to make it highly scalable and sustainable, that's when things really started to take off. Uh, but truth be told, I started the Faster Way to Fat Loss six-week program in 2016 with 11 clients. Uh, and we've now had over 150,000 clients go through, which is quite a few more. Uh, but, you know, it's been fairly recent here, the explosive growth. And when it comes to my vision or my goals, I will say I've always wanted to make a massive impact. Impact is actually my word for 2020. Uh, but it, it hasn't been necessarily tied to particular financial goals. You know, I didn't set out to have a $100 million company. I've had the certainty that I will at some point lead a $100 million company. And obviously sooner than later, you know, here, here we're uh, on quite the track. But it's never been about the financial goals. It's simply been about the impact. Uh, and now, you know, it's dreaming even bigger and thinking in terms of how can we take over the marketplace when it comes to uh, the right type of nutrition and fitness, because I have every confidence that my program is the best on the market and that we have the most comprehensive ability to empower someone to be successful long-term. So I love like when you talk the level of certainty that you bring to your offer is palatable. Like you can feel the level of certainty. And I mean, to be honest, actually it's, it's, it's fascinating because I get to talk with a lot of experts, a lot of people starting out and then a lot of people at, you know, super high levels. And, and I really noticed this significant difference between the, the, the offer certainty, I'll call it the offer certainty that someone has. So tell me about, 
like your philosophy in building your product? Because I think you're like, what, I mean, what I hear, there's two things happening here. You started out to help fitness professionals market their business. So obviously you've got some business like market savviness behind you, but you're also obsessed about your offer. So tell me about that process in building your offer and your drive behind that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll back up just a little bit so that the listeners can understand how the model morphed and how the company really took shape. When I launched this particular company, it was on the labor and delivery bed when I was delivering my second, who now just graduated from kindergarten. And, and the goal was to use my expertise in digital marketing, which is my career background and my passion for fitness to empower other women in the fitness industry to grow their own companies online. That was my main purpose, my main passion initially. And through the years, I did a really good job helping women market on social media and leverage Instagram or live video to shout their programs from the rooftop. But what I found a few years ago is that even though I was helping women spread the word about their programs or their companies and get more eyeballs on their content, their clients who were going through their programs weren't seeing results mm. from a fitness and nutrition standpoint. And many women were coming to me and I have a background in training and saying, listen, Amanda, my clients are joining, but they're not losing weight or they're not maintaining their results. And so I'm not getting the testimonials that I need to continue growing this particular business. So a few years ago, I decided that I was going to create the best program on the market, not the better program, but the best program on the market to solve all of the problems that my agency clients were experiencing and also to answer uh, just simply to solve the problems that other popular or expensive programs on the market were creating for women and men uh, who were engaging those particular programs. So I set out to make the best program. I combined many strategies that I had personally been implementing with my own gym clients, one being intermittent fasting, one being carb cycling. We tracked macronutrients and we paired our food log with effective 30 minute workouts. So this was a few years ago, I created the best program on the market. And then I said, you know, I'm going to build an accredited certification around my program so that my agency clients can actually become certified mm -hmm. to run my program with their own clients. So now instead of worrying about programming and worrying about the back end details, my agency clients can become certified to run the faster way to fat loss. I will then empower them to market and sell well, and they will essentially become super affiliates for the faster way to fat loss. So that's what I set out to do a few years ago. And how, can I ask how far into your journey did you do that? Like, so you, you were running the course, like the program yourself, you're mm -hmm. seeing results. And then when was that point when you went, okay, the next level of that is, is them being accredited? Yeah. Really good question. I started testing the program in January of 2016 with those 11 clients I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I then not only saw that my clients were getting amazing results, but I also empowered them to be micro influencers for the brand. So I focused on both the physical results of the program and learning how to scale the program in a more sustainable way that didn't involve simply myself selling to the marketplace. 
And once I was able to crack the code on both the programming and the marketing of the program, I decided to create that certification. It was later that year. So it was not too long after the way I launched the certification was literally, I was sitting on the beach considering my next move. And, and, you know, as an entrepreneur, I probably once per month or once every other month came out with like a new idea and a new course and totally. you know how it is. So at the time through my agency, I mean, I was just monthly coming out with new course ideas and seeing what would get traction and so instead of coming out with another course, I said, I'm coming out with a certification and uh, a turnkey ready program that my agency clients could run. And I launched it from the beach. I said, I'm, you know, I'm doing this certification. It'll be $1,400, you know, whatever I said, uh, let me know if you're interested. And within a few weeks I had launched the certification. So, and so yeah. tell me about, so how many clients did you have around at that point? And then how many certified coaches did you get? I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Great question. Um, I had a couple hundred clients. Yeah. Um, and initially when I launched the certification, I had about 88 people join. And at this point, oh, wow. I had built up a lot of trust. People really trusted me. They had been through my Instagram academies, my live video academies, my Pinterest academies. They had gone through my fitness programming to know that it worked. And, and they know that they can trust me and that I will deliver results. So when I launched the certification, it was like, well, of course, we're going to do that. I had 88 people join that initial year. I uh, empowered them to ramp up their own fast way to fat loss companies. And uh, I developed what I felt was the most generous model for these super affiliates or these certified coaches uh, so that they could be successful monetarily. Uh, and we were off to the races. Mm. And you run, like you launch your tell me if I'm wrong, but you launch your membership like every month or so, right? Yes. How does, how does that work? Yeah, really good question. So we choose to launch each month. We do close registration. We form a waiting list. If you miss the cutoff, you are not able to join. We make no exceptions. Uh, and for us, that has built in a, a level of scarcity and urgency. We've been doing this strategy for a couple of years. What we launch is the new client orientation program that feeds into the membership. So you are required to go through the new client six week program before transitioning into the VIP membership, which is now an auto bill. Uh, and so, you know, once a month you have an opportunity to jump in, if you miss your window, you miss your window. And, you know, this, this past month we had 700 people join the waiting list within a three or four day period because they missed the cutoff. So then they're the first to get an email that you're able to join. Uh, but through the, the years we have capped registration. We've said, listen, we only have so many people to help guide you through the program. We're not going to take on more people than we can manage because, you know, the worst thing I could do is take on so many clients that we're not able to serve them yeah. uh, with excellence. And we do the same thing when we bring in new certified coaches, we only open enrollment quarterly at most. Uh, and so we have a, a fairly substantial waiting list of 8,000 people right now, but we just won't make exceptions to, uh, you know, bringing on more than we can serve. So in terms of your business, what I'm hearing is, 
this, the model essentially is like, and I, and I share this so that people can kind of analyze their businesses. And one thing I love about yours as well is, you know, you run a, you know, whatever, you know, crazy number million dollar business. Uh, but, but it's still simple. And I think cause one, one big distinction I've noticed with a lot of experts is if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars, you have seven courses. If you want to make a million dollars, you have one. Mm. And so, <laughs> and so what I've noticed is, you know, to hit this like $60 million mark, you, you actually have really essentially, it's a six week orientation program. You've got your auto bill that goes into your membership and then you've got your accreditation level. Exactly. Is that it? That's all. Yes. And that's such an important distinction. And I love that quote. I've not heard that before. When I was making multiple six figures or even, you know, multiple seven, it was all of the different courses and I'm juggling 13 revenue streams. And then after having my third baby two years ago, I said, you know what, I'm going to focus on the most scalable revenue stream, which at the time was faster with a fat loss. And then I really decided, you know, to focus in on the certification, but simply quarterly. Uh, But simplicity is bliss, especially in 2020. (laughs) And if you can simply focus on one vertical or one revenue stream that is most sustainable, scalable and saleable, you will be so much happier and and far more successful long term. Mm. The, in terms of your, like your market is saturated, you know, like people would say it is, it's like, it's a messy market. It's, there's blood in the water, right? Like you're in the fitness industry. And I hear a lot of people say to me, oh, Colin, you know, there's so many people, it's so competitive. What's been your philosophy in being able to be essentially, you know, the biggest whale in the, in the ocean in your market to actually own that? Yeah. An oversaturated marketplace is a gift. I would never step I love this. I love this. Yeah. Why would I possibly choose a, a, a marketplace that isn't oversaturated? The fact of the matter is there are so many entrepreneurs that have gone before me that have proven the concept that people want fitness. I don't have to completely reinvent the wheel. All I have to do is be the best. You know, it is as simple as that. I can look around and do a little bit of comparison on what other programs are, you know, being offered. I, I in particular choose to position myself as the best by pricing highest. So I am priced quite a bit above the competition in regard to price point. Uh, I also say, you know, listen, I'm not only going to help clients uh, with the fat loss program, but I'm also going to empower other competitors in my industry to be more successful. And when you are a a leading expert in your industry and you turn around and say, I have the abundance mentality, I'm going to help other uh, people who are working to become successful in my industry. I mean, that is the most satisfying and fulfilling place to possibly be. I could continue to run the program, me, myself, and I, you know, sweep millions of dollars per month and and whatever the case may be, but that is not satisfying or fulfilling. I want to be able to also see other people in my industry earn significant income so they can then recirculate their own wealth to their family, church, and community. Without that, 
I'm not having near as much fun. You know, I definitely want uh, to help other people in my industry who are struggling. So, you know, whether it's photography or life coaching or business coaching or fitness, it's a gift to be in an oversaturated market because then you're able to help even more people who are passionate about the same things that you are. I'm curious about your development and your philosophy because like how, tell me a little bit more about like your upbringing and maybe even some of the kind of the beliefs that you took on even as a young adult or whatever it is, or you saw modeled for you, like what, yeah, what were the things that stood out for you? Yeah, gosh, I've never been asked that before in a podcast. And I really appreciate that question. I grew up in a family, uh, you know, that was very passionate and, and, you know, wonderful parents, but we, we didn't have, you know, a healthy family in many different uh, aspects. We physically weren't healthy. I was on blood pressure medication as a teenager. We only really went to fast food. My sisters, my older sisters are both still morbidly obese to this day, uh, one of whom has been bankrupt here recently. So I think for me, it was seeing who I didn't want to become and seeing the path that I didn't want to go down. I'm the youngest, you know, and and uh, I, I said, you know, I'm going to learn lessons through my siblings or through my parents and kind of go a different direction. And so for me, uh, it was, you know, it's great, you know, to work for $35,000 a year or $50,000 a year, but not having the opportunity to give back or to go on vacations or to, you know, frankly go bankrupt, which again, I watched uh, my sister go through. It's like, I'm going to not do that. So You know, when I was young, literally in early high school, 14 and 15, I was like, I'm getting a job. I'm going to work at a gym. I'm going to grind, you know, through high school. My mom would drive me, you know, to work and then I got my own car, but I've always had a crazy work ethic just because I didn't want to go down the path that I saw my family going down. Um, And, you know, for a while too, it was just wanting to be acknowledged for uh, being a success. I fought for acknowledgement for many, many years. And I thought, you know, maybe once I become a millionaire, I'll receive kind of a pat on the back or, uh, you know, we're proud of you, Amanda. And I received the opposite. And so a few years ago when I turned 30, I realized I can't work toward being acknowledged or hearing I'm proud of you. It has to be to fulfill my vision and mission within the marketplace and to do good for reasons outside of simply, you know, hearing job well done uh, from those who should support me, you know, so I think that maybe that's not quite the story that many people have, um, but it's just, you know, my perspective and, and kind of how my reality shaped my mindset. Uh, when I was in high school, my husband and I worked together. We would work 70 hours a week in the summers uh, painting or landscaping or doing anything where we could make money. And while we were doing it, we would listen to finance tapes. So we listened to cassette tapes about how to save money and invest money. And, and, you know, we were just determined even as 16 year olds that we were going to be more successful at, at managing wealth and uh, all of that. So yeah, that was maybe a long, long answer to an easy question, but uh, that's just a little bit about the background. 
I love that. So what I'm hearing is you, you know, you grew up and what you've created right now wasn't really modeled for you. And you actually had to dig deeper and go like, what type of life do I want to live? What sort of beliefs do I want to have? And, you know, I get to watch you and guys, if you don't follow Amanda Tress on social media, on Instagram, please go and do, cause she's amazing. She's one of my favorite people to follow now on, on social media. Um, I'm curious about like, because you're, and you are just going to become more and more a public figure. Like, I mean, you're like, this is, it's inevitable, right? So I'm curious about like, how do you, what's your philosophy in having a life that's personal still and being a public figure? What does that look like for you in the conversations you're having with your husband and things like that, like the boundaries you're putting in place and so forth? I'm curious. Yeah, you know, and even you and I in the pre-interview chat, we're joking around a little bit about what I do show on social is maybe 1%, you know, teeny, teeny, tiny percent of, of what I actually do through the day or what my life is like. The truth is we have an incredible life and we're so grateful every single day uh, for, you know, our, our, our blessings. Uh, but I do believe in boundaries and I do believe in privacy. And uh, it's not that I'm simply showing a highlight reel, but I'm showing uh, aspects of my life that are relatable. Mm. Yeah, I saw you sharing the other day, like, what color should we paint this like wall or like, (laughs) you know, what outfit should I wear and like all that sort of stuff, which is, which it's like so incredible, like relatable, et cetera. Yes. And I'm a mom, so I'm automatically relatable. You're a parent as well. So (laughs) I'm still changing the blowout that occurred last night, you know, no matter what. Um, And, and so, you know, we, we show, um, certain aspects of our lives, but we are strategic. You know, I don't always have the phone out when I'm with the kids, the phone is in my bag or frankly at home. Uh, we want to be sure that we are enjoying the quality time with the kiddos as they're young. And for me, you know, I don't need any more money. And so it's like, I'm not doing things on social media to make money or to, uh, prove anything. I'm not, an achiever. If, if, if listeners are familiar with the Enneagram, I'm not the type who needs the acknowledgement now, you know, I used to want it from my parents, but then I realized that wasn't the ideal or frankly ever going to happen. So now it's not that I do things on social, uh, just to get a pat on the back. I'm really just here to fight for the underdog and I'm here to help other people fulfill their purpose. And so a lot of what I share is more messaging related to that end game versus, uh, you know, here's what I have, or Mm. here's, uh, an aspirational identity. Um, and, and so, you know, my husband and I continue to kind of navigate through that. Social media is a, an interesting place. <laughs> the wild, wild west. The oh my goodness. Crazy. If I could actually uh, live my life without any social media, I think I'd be even happier, you know, overall. Uh, that hasn't been the reality quite yet, but I, I'd love to work toward that. Uh, but yeah, you know, we, we curate, we, we limit, we set boundaries, and we'll continue to do so. And we're, we're going to try to find the right cadence for that and and formula for that do you ever like turn your phone off (sighs) great question (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm just curious (laughs) oh my gosh do i ever turn my phone off here's here's the truth i 
I am a bit of a workaholic. When I'm with the kiddos, I'll put the phone away. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not pulling it back out at night, you know, late at night, early morning. I love these people that talk about four hour work week. Bull crap. Oh, totally. Bull totally. Crap. And even like, you know, oh, it's on evergreen, so I never have to work. It's that's just not reality. No. Evergreen, passive income, that doesn't exist. There's no such thing as passive income. No, 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 no. Um, You know, I told you, and I'll I'll tell the listeners, I am uh, am preparing for a maternity leave. I've I've never taken a proper maternity leave with all three of of my kiddos so far. And and please don't judge me. Don't send me hate mail. Uh, I've delivered on a Friday with all three and back at work Monday. I don't want to do that this time. Uh, you know, and it was limited work, but it was still work. It was having to do a live training for this or that course. It was having to check in with the team. What I'm doing right now and my big goal is to develop a leadership team that can run the company without me for at minimum four to five weeks. Uh, and so that is kind of going to be the litmus test. Can you still grow the company uh, when I'm not here for four to five weeks, it's it's not enough just to be status quo. It's got to be that we see growth. My main goal with the company is that we have growth every single month without exception. Every month, you know, there's a, a bit more coming in than going out and all of that. Uh, and so I'm, you know, every every leadership team meeting I have right now, I'm like, also, I'm going to be doing the maternity leave, guys. So let's keep thinking, you know, about that and working toward that. So We've made some good strides in the past uh, few months, and hopefully, we'll continue to make even more strides until October. And uh, oh, I'm sure you I'll will. be able to enjoy a few weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious, what, like looking back on the last season of of growing and scaling up your business, what 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 lessons or principles would you share to someone who's like at that point where maybe they're doing a couple hundred thousand or something like that, and they're like, I want to start scaling up. What are some lessons that you've, if you could reflect on your kind of your former version of yourself that you would tell yourself to go, Hey, do this to scale up in a, in a, you know, in a great way. Hmm. Lessons I've learned when it comes to scaling up member membership models are key. Uh, absolutely key. So I said, you know, 13 months ago is when I shifted from the new client six week program focus into a focus on membership. When it comes to scalability, you have to be sure that there's sustainability as well. So you need uh, to be earning recurring revenue month over month. That is obviously the ideal, and that's going to make your company far more valuable uh, over time as well. Uh, so having some sort of recurring revenue or membership model is is really important. Having an auto bill obviously is is really important as well. Uh, from a scalability standpoint, making sure that you have the right systems and processes in place. Uh, that's something that I failed in regard to for a couple of years. I'm not a process girl myself. I'm kind of a fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> how would you describe your personality? I'm curious about that. Like, oh, have you done Myers-Briggs or DISC or like any of those sort of yes. ones? Yes. Where do you sit? I believe Myers-Briggs, I'm an ESTJ, Enneagram, if if listeners are familiar, I'm an eight. Uh, I'm like the eight is eight ever. I'm a quick start. I am a visionary. So I have many integrators on my team, uh, but I am a visionary through and through. I cannot talk about details. It is like literally the death of me. I would rather stick my head in the toilet 
but I will talk about the big picture and talk about the vision and get people really pumped up about it. And then I allow people to process through (laughs) different uh, details, but that's been a big shortcoming of mine through the years is I just wanted to sell, 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 be the visionary, visionary, visionary. And then we don't have the technology in place or we've MacGyvered 13 different systems for us, the biggest pain point has been and, and continues to be technology. So if you're looking to scale, be sure that you have the right platforms and systems in place that can grow with you. Uh, many times, you know, we'll move to a new CRM or we'll move to a, a platform like, for example, Kajabi. And within a month, we're like, nope, we're way too big for Kajabi. Nope, they cannot grow with us. And so it's like, you know, we hear about these great platforms from all of these colleagues and then we switch over and it took us all this time and effort and money and energy to switch over. And then we realize that uh, they can't keep up with us. And so that has been a massive frustration. Uh, So if you're looking to scale, be sure that you really set the foundation right. and I say this as if I've done it. No, my team has been an, you know, a really important part of helping with these things, but uh, there's still absolutely areas in which I'm failing from a process or backend standpoint. Uh, and, and I've said for probably 18 months, I want to get to scalability. But even the fact that I mentioned we cap enrollment or we have a waiting list, that is an indication that we aren't at scalability yet. My team says all the time, listen, when you go on the Today Show, we're petrified that we're going to get a huge rush of clients and the systems are going to break. Mm -hmm. And so we're working as quickly as we can to improve the systems. uh, But, you know, it's arduous. (laughs) It's challenging. It's uh, slow going. So, I mean, you guys really are kind of in a zone of your own in a sense, like there are very few at that level, especially in terms of, I know I've got a few friends who are, you know, you could call them, you know, they're whales in the industry and they're at seven or 8,000 members in their membership sites. You know, you're at what 70, a hundred thousand people in your membership site or more. What, you know, like it's, yeah, yeah, we have 30,000 active members right now. We've had one. How many, sorry? 30,000 in our membership right now. Yep. And we've had 150,000 total go through the new client program. And now we'll work on converting many into the membership. Uh, But yeah, you know, and we have got the app and you got the CRM, you got to worry about and this Mm -hmm. and that. And I've signed many bad contracts for the wrong systems and had to pay a lot of money to kill the contract and all of that. It's just, it's one of those. Yeah. Real expensive and a huge pain in the butt. (laughs) I'm curious about like, if you were to look back on your life, where has there been like some of your biggest turning points for you where you would go, wow, that was like a big shift. Maybe it was a difficult moment where you had to make a tough decision or something like first thing that kind of comes to mind for you, like one of those turning points. I would love to get to know some of those moments for you. One of the biggest turning points and more specifically, one of the most important decisions I've ever made for my family and for my business was a transition from the Midwest to Florida. We lived in the Midwest as I was starting this company and and ramping up uh, the faster way and the agency. uh, And I was in Florida at our condo hosting some clients, loving the weather 
getting really creative, sitting by the water. And a few of my clients asked me where I would live if I could live anywhere. And I said, well, I would live right here. I would live right here on the beach. I would you know, have the family with me on the water outside. And one of my gals said, well, why don't you? Don't you do really well? Isn't your company ramp it up? And I said, well, you know, Brandon would never leave the Air Force Base. He's comfortable there, blah, blah, blah. And one of the girls was like, well, why didn't you just ask? So I literally called Brandon, had him on speakerphone in front of my clients sitting <laughs> on the beach. And I said, uh, Brandon, what do you think about quitting your job at the Air Force Base and working with me? And it's a Sunday morning and uh, he's like, yep. I was like, what? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I just left church and heard a sermon about embracing change. And he's like, let's do it. And so my job drops. I couldn't believe it. So my clients are like, oh, yeah. So, you know, he says, yes, I want to work with you. I'm, I'm actually not happy at the Air Force Base, which I didn't know at the time. So uh, the even more shocking part. So I hung up with him. The next day, I'm still in Florida. He walks into work at the Air Force Base and quits. He was like that serious. <laughs> I was like, well, guess we're doing this now. There we go. So we literally packed up our cars. We had two little cars. We drove our cars down and at the time our two kiddos and didn't bring anything else. Nothing. I got rid of all my clothes because I didn't need my winter clothes from the Midwest. We we drove down, we lived in our condo, which was furnished for 15 months. We put our head down. We focused, focused, focused on growing the business. Uh, we focused on the kids. We had no house payment. We had uh, no income tax. And, uh, you know, we just had the very best year of our lives mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, had literally no space in the condo. So had to like just spend all of our time outside. Uh, I had the kids bring like three toys, you know, from, from the Midwest. I'm like, bring three toys. We're getting ready to the rest. Uh, and uh, so that started, you know, a lot of the momentum for the business. And yeah, so your environment and, yes. and really like going after an environment that inspires. Yes, absolutely. Being on the water, being at the beach for me is so therapeutic. Yeah. I'm so much more creative. Many of my epiphanies have come from sitting on the beach and being by the water. And it's like, you know, so many of my clients or colleagues are stuck in like really cold weather environments and miserable nine months out of the year. And they envy me. I'm like, just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> oh, you're talking to the converter. I mean, we, I mean, you can tell I'm Australian. Like we were, we moved to the US like three years ago. Uh -huh. And I remember asking that question of going, if we move to the US, what is, you know, the, where's the one place I would want to live? And we chose Newport beach, California. Um, and I'm like heavy into surfing. So I'm like surfing every, every, every other day. Um, but, but we do have the income tax here. <laughs> yes, you do. That is, that's a you price. Need to, you need to look into Tampa. We don't have surfing here, but we have plenty of other things. There are a lot of windsurfers, which is super fun, and jet skis and all the things. And the cost of living here is so much lower. Everyone should move to Tampa, including you, Colin. <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm definitely coming. I'm definitely going to come up there. So. 
Great. Absolutely Perfect. check it out. Well, I haven't been there, so we at least probably should check it out first. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. You can you can come visit me, stay in one of our houses, and uh, yeah, it'll be perfect. I told you, we just had four offers on one of the houses that we're selling, and they were all from California. One of the gals <laughs> is from Newport Beach, and I'm telling you, these people were offering like higher than asking price. They're like, we just want to get to Florida, no income tax, super chill right now. Yeah. Do well, it. it sounds like I'm in the second best place now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, in terms of, I'm curious, like a bit more of a kind of a bigger question for you. Uh, let's say, not let's say, but when you get to the end of your life, we come to the end of your life, you've lived a full life, an amazing life, and you've got family and friends, maybe your kids standing around talking about your life. What, what would be your hope that they would say about Amanda Tress? Oh, wow. You know, I would hope that they would say, I always had my priorities in check, that I care deeply about my family members and my best friends first, my relationship with God, my ability to give back generously, uh, and that I was always hustling to fulfill my purpose. That for me, I think is so important. I often think, you know, at my funeral specifically, mm. I don't care what people say to my kids about me. I don't care if, mm. if so-and-so colleague comes up to my kid and said, your mom was so great because of X, Y, Z. All I care about is that my kids say to that person, you have no idea how awesome my mom was. You have no clue how sold out she was for the family and, and things that matter. Uh, and so that is, is my hope that I always keep my priorities in check. You know, we, we watch so many entrepreneurs uh, become successful and lose sight of, who matters and what matters. And next thing we know, there's a divorce or there's a lawsuit or there's this or that. And I have no interest in any of that. Uh, so I'm just going to, you know, continue moving forward. I think, you know, one thing I, I just want to share and add moving to Florida and living in our condo and just focusing on the family and the business was so key for a couple reasons. One is that we realized we didn't need much money to live off of. We only needed about $3,500 per month to live off of. And I know even now that I could live, you know, with, without making tons of money and this and that. So finances are never the goal. That's never the, the end game. It's, it's, you know, to maintain the right priorities and, and, serve the right people and fulfill my purpose in, in a really comprehensive way. But, uh, you know, the money it's, it's good, but it's not ever going to satisfy me or make me happy. I love that. Thanks for sharing Amanda. Now it's been a pleasure having you on the show and I just appreciate you. And like I said, it's, you know, it's, I'm so grateful that there are people like you who live a big life, who have the right priorities, you know, in place and, you know, focus on their family, but also are a representation of what's possible. Um, and so I just wanted to acknowledge you for, you know, courageously carving out a life worth living that I think inspires many people, including myself. So thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, and how would people uh, be best to either join Fastway to Fat Loss or uh, just get connected with you and start that kind of journey of getting to know you? Yeah. And, 
And thank you, Colin, for having me. This has been such a fun conversation. I love your energy. I love what you stand for. And, and watching you and your wife run your businesses is so inspiring as well. If anyone listening is interested in the Faster Way to Fat Loss, you can go to fasterwaytofatloss.com. You can either sign up for our next round or join the waiting list if we're currently closed or capped. I am on Instagram at Amanda Tress and also at Fast Way to Fat Loss. Love that. Well, thanks, Amanda. I appreciate you so much. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Expert Edge. Now, before you go, I've got something really special for you because I know that you know how important your signature story is. It's the way in which you connect with your audience and move them to join your programs without being pushy and salesy. It's the reason why I teach so deeply about it in Self From Stage Academy. Now, just recently, I created a really useful guide for you. It's called the Signature Story Guide. And what it's going to do is going to help you to discover your signature story and ask you some really pivotal questions on working out what signature story you should really be telling and then how to tell it. I want you to imagine your next webinar or your next Facebook Live or even your next live presentation and imagine yourself sharing a signature story that truly resonates with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Notice how good that's gonna feel. Notice how empowering that's gonna feel. Now, I really wanna help you out and I wanna actually give you this methodology for free. And it's really simple in how you actually grab it. All you need to do is go to the Expert Edge podcast, which you're listening to right now, and leave an honest written review about the value or the insight that you've got from one of the episodes. Now, before you submit it, all you need to do is take a screenshot of that review and obviously submit the review and then send that image on your phone to support at teamboyd.com. .co. In the subject line, if you can put Expert Edge Review, that'll help us as well. And so send that image to support at teamboy.co. That email address is in the show notes as well with the subject line Expert Edge Review. And our team's going to send you back this guide that is going to help you to discover and share your signature story so that you can connect with your audience and move them to join your programs. I hope this blesses you. I trust it will as you grow and develop your expert business. And I really look forward to reading your review. We'll speak to you soon.